What would you do if you didn't have high-interest loans or credit card debt? What would you do? Think about it. Maybe get your children a new teeter-totter. Get your wife something. Upgrade them tits on your husband or your wife. You might. You might get your freaking get your uncle a uh get your uncle a new limb. Well, find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash T-H-E-O. That's right. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score. So their model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information. You can get a loan from one to $50,000. That's upstart.com slash T-H-E-O. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts to be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash T-H-E-O. I want to tell you about hop water. It's a non-alcoholic sparkling hop water crafted with functional ingredients for adding mood-boosting benefits. You want to drink at the end of the day that's actually going to refresh you and invigorate you? That's hop water. To get our offer and support the podcast, go to hopwtr.com. That's hopwater.com. Use my promo code THEO to get 20% off plus free shipping. Don't wait. This offer won't last long. Go to hopwater.com, hopwtr.com, and use promo code THEO. Today's guest is the first Mexican-born fighter to win a UFC championship. Um, he's a warrior and, and I, and I'm inspired anytime I get to sit down with any of these, uh, any of these, these, uh, fighters, I just feel inspired. Um, I feel inspired as I'm sure a lot of you guys do. Uh, today's guest is out of the flyweight division. He's the pride of Tijuana, Mexico. And, uh, and I'm very grateful for his time. He is beloved. And uh, and I'm gonna get to know him a little bit better, Mr. Brandon Moreno. Yeah, I think I would like to maybe be, I would probably like to be Mexican, I think. What? Yeah. Do it. It's the best. Man, do it. Is it hard? What? To be Mexican. Depends. Oh, <laughs> You know, because, I mean, we can talk about it in, I don't know, about this, but my my fathers, mm-hmm. my, my parents, they were very, like, very poor. Yeah. Poor. But they start to work hard, man. And I had a nice life. So I don't have like any necessities in my life. My parents was another whole different history, man. It was different, huh? Yeah. And so to me, it was like, oh, I don't have any necessities. So everything was easy. Oh, for you, but, it was easy. But for them, it was different. Yeah. And that life is for uh, the most the the most part of the people that in, in Mexico. It's a third world country, man. It's hard. <laughs> yes, yeah, tough, huh? Yeah, I wish I think, dude, no joke. When I get up in the morning, sometimes I freaking clap for Mexican people because 
uh, I think that they, if it weren't for Mexican people, America would be, nobody would be doing any. I feel like Mexican people keep this country going. Man, I mean, I have one year living here, man. And I can see a lot of Mexican people like working like yeah. hard, man. Hard working. Like, man, these guys, all these guys are doing his, uh, their job, right? But, Just to And it's everywhere, all across the country. It's like that, man. Mexican, I think if it, if it weren't for Mexican people, I don't know where, I don't know what America would be, you know? Yeah. You guys are like the real, like the uh, rabitos, you know? That, <laughs> what is that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is that. But... It's like, uh, you know, the animal with the ears at Easter. Oh, rabbits. Rabbits, yeah, sorry, okay. rabbits. rabbits. Yeah, you guys are the rabbits, man. Um, anyway. Uh, thanks, thanks for being here, man. Oh, we started already. Yeah, we okay. Started. <laughs> we started, man. But yeah, I think when I die, I would like to come back and be Mexican next time. Because it seems there's also a lot of romance and it's more romantic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were talking about this before, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the Latin culture is like more uh, with more uh, happiness and everything yeah that that's awesome other cultures they have his uh, their own fun right in life but i don't know latin the latin culture has a lot of traditions a lot of amazing food uh, there's this mix of cultures yeah i mean i mean i i'm so uh, happy and i'm so proud to be mexican and uh, and i uh, and be a uh, latino so yeah Dang, dude. <laughs> I wish next time I'm going to be 100% Latino. Where, where did you say is your, your, your father? My father's from uh, Nicaragua. Okay. But uh, but he didn't really, he just, he talked Spanish with his friends, but he never taught me, you know, but I didn't really? know. Yeah. I, man, I don't understand why. I mean, for example, I have my nephews, mm -hmm. my, my, so sorry, my, my cousins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they speak both language because in 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 their house was like uh, outside in the school you can speak English all the time, but in the house you need to speak Spanish. If not, I don't understand nothing. Oh, really? I, and I'm trying to do the same with my daughter, man. Because again, we have one year living here in Vegas, mm -hmm. and my my daughter she's she's uh, eight eight years. Oh, nice! Congrats. She's, she she went to a school last year. Obviously, this the the pandemic was yeah. crazy and everything. But she started to go to the school, and I can see the more confidence when she tried to speak English. Really? Like, yeah. And I thought with I thought with with her before, like, hey, in the moment when and I can see you can speak good English. You need to stop the English here in the house. Oh, Never. Yeah. I don't want to hear any English word here because. Solamente español, huh? Just Spanish in the house. Uh, man, it's more opportunities. You know, it's your language, it's your culture. I mean, she 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 born in 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 Hemet in in California. Uh huh. Yeah. But lives all. H e m e t. But seven years living living in in Tijuana. So wow. I mean, she's just Mexican. Oh, she's Mexican, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, dude. But we're glad to have her over here, even for a year, man. Um, do you, now that you've like really have become like, you've really become such a star, you know, in a lot yeah, of ways. A lot of you. people, people love you. I was at a, um, I was at a, I was talking with someone about you, about the fights and they'd just gone to your last fight, which was in. Uh, it was in California, right? It was in, in Anaheim. Yeah. And they said when you came out, it was the loudest they'd ever, that they'd heard since Conor McGregor. Man, that's awesome. I mean. That's crazy, I feel, dog. You're like the Mexican corner. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. 
So I feel like the people can connect uh, uh, yeah, better why do with my history. With man. Oh, with your history. You know, yeah. I mean, with you, with my, my with my uh, the way I am with the people. And I don't know, I ever say the same, but for example, the history of Habib, this guy undefeated and amazing, like a wrestling god and everything, right? Uh, an amazing and perfect record. Mm -hmm. But I mean, my history is more like the the history of the people. Yeah. When you fall. And, and you come back. And you come back. Yeah. And that's like the people can identify more that history on oh, by himself than other ones like, hey, I mean, it's I've, the same. I've I lost. won every time. Yeah. As opposed to I've lost and won and lost and won. Yeah. yeah and, and obviously, I mean, I'm just trying to be happy and enjoy my job yeah. and, you know, be very kind with the people. Um, and that's it, man. It's, it's, cra <laughs> it's crazy how I can connect with the people because I don't need to to say stupid things in the social media or the trash talk or something like that. Yeah. I love it, man, because I hate that. It's like, to me, it's very boring when the, when some guy tried to trash talk, to do the trash talk in social media, on the, in a press conference. Like, man, I saw that before, man. Like, right? nothing new. It's not you. And it doesn't, well, I guess it doesn't fit you. Some guys, it fits. Yeah. Some guys can trash talk and it, it just fits their character. But I don't know if it probably wouldn't fit your character. You don't think? Yeah. yeah I mean, I said, and I say this like, hey, I man, if you watch me mad in some place in a press conference with some with somebody, it's because I'm really mad with the guy. It's right, like it's right, real, man. Right, so. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you're not faking it. Um, do you go? Is it? Is it? Because Tijuana is a third world country, is it, or Mexico is a third world country. Is it scary to go back to Tijuana? Do you get scared since you're more popular now? Is it? Do you have any more fear? Is that? It's a, it's a good question, man. And nothing against the Mexican people. Just no, 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 no. I mean, I'm very open with when we talk about Tijuana because I know the good and the bad things, man. I yeah. Mean, I love I love Tijuana. I love the city. I love my uh, Mexico, the country. We have an amazing things, the culture, the tradition, the food. My goodness, oh, the yeah. food, man. The, the ladies, bro. The ladies, the people, whatever you want. The but aguacates. Same, what? The aguacates. Aguacates? Yeah. Avocado? I love avocado. Oh, Brother, the, brother, the green, brother, the brother. Gold. <laughs> I love them. Um, but at the same time, I understand the bad things, you know, the narco traffic, the violence. Uh, it's dangerous. It's a, it's a dangerous place too. I understand that. Uh, but I'm when I go to 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 Mexico, I'm not really scared, man, because I live there all my life. Right. right? Like 20, 27 years, I've I've been there. Like getting an amazing time there, training, uh, meeting people, and and everything. Sometimes I think about maybe my family. You never, you never know. I right. mean, that is more scary for me, to me. Like you know, because right now, right now I'm, I'm living in Vegas, but uh, my parents live in Tijuana. Uh, my brothers lives in Tijuana. You know, my nephews. And they have kidnapping. People take people there sometimes. So, huh? for example, when uh, some. Channel uh, asked me for an interview for my father. Seeing like nah, I don't, I don't like to uh, get involved in all of this because oh, put them in the situation. Exactly, it could be dangerous. Yeah, maybe you never, you never know, man. So I prefer to put everything uh, out of the conversation and just be me. If you want an interview and get an yeah. interview for me, I can do it, man. But yeah. Yeah. even with that, I mean, they had a few interviews. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do they? Uh, do you 
did you ever get approached by like any drug people or anything after you become like a real success? Have, does does the cartel like come for you to like get you to be their guy or anything? Oh or? man, I mean no, thanks God. Yeah, because people like I don't know Julio Cesar Chavez. Yeah, he 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 got approached by them. He talked about histories like man so the narco trafficking it come it came with me you know because they love boxing too oh and they start to come with me and hey uh, congress champs and that's and, dangerous and actually that's why julio chavez started to involve with the drugs and everything and oh. start to have problems with that but you don't see that for but you not right now and yeah. i'm so happy about yet, i'm maybe. glad you know yeah and at the same time i'm I mean, I think I'm, I'm very smart in that, in that area. I don't smoke nothing. I don't eat nothing bad. Like, you know, I don't drink alcohol or smoke cigars and never in my life. So really, I, I feel like very, I, I very smart in the, in that area. I had a, a really nice people around me in all my life to touch, teach me a really good uh, things about all of the success and, you know, a lot of good role models, a, a lot of good role models. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, I can, I can do it. You can handle it. <laughs> I can handle it's it. It's not gonna happen to you, probably that that situation. I mean, you you never know. I never, I, I you don't like to say. You could be a kingpin. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Imagine that. Get a tuxedo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> you could, man. You could, you could be like uh, kind of like a James Bond, uh, but of drugs, you know. <laughs> say that. <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> No, I I don't I like to 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 wear nice yeah to dress or wear how do you say Dr let me think I would say put on you okay. put on something nice dress nice I I, I mean yeah. I like it but when I, I even when I dress I wear like suits or something I yeah. so I I like to to dress wear up? something like very like very relaxed like very normal just to to look elegant and that's it do you uh did you guys do something for valentine's did y'all go out do you celebrate valentine's day sometimes you know i i i i have uh, almost 11 years with my wife wow yeah she she was with me since when i had like nothing man that's cool um, where did you meet her uh, in Tijuana, yeah. So she she born in in, in Texas in Texas. Okay. In so she's a she was born American person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she lives all, all uh, her life in in Nuevo Laredo in Tamaulipas. It's the border. Oh, Nuevo Laredo, Texas. really? So she's an, she's Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she she went to Tijuana with uh, her um, sister. So I meet. I meet her there. Mm -hmm. She went to the gym, actually. Oh, really? I you met her at the gym? Yeah. Did you go talk to her or she come talk to you? Uh, both, both. I think so. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, no, okay. but both. And then when she started to talk with me, I started to... I'm just trying to get fun with everybody, so I started to make uh, jokes with, with her, yeah. and then we started to talk more and more. And, and you had, took her out? Yeah. On a date then? You asked her out? Yeah, yeah. and you know... And, Talk more and more and more, and now we have three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of talking. Yeah, huh? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I I forget what God I was talking. Oh, it's okay. I was oh I was asking about Valentine's oh, the Valentine. Day. Yeah. But yeah, so sometimes just yes, uh, for example, uh, this last Valentine she needed to go to Tijuana, mm -hmm. and so she went to Tijuana. She was there. I was taking care of the of the babies because right now I'm like not training very very hard right. yet. Because I don't have a, a, a fight, a fight coming soon, okay. an official fight. Uh, so yeah, I was in the house. But other 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 years, we try to do something. So sometimes you have to just be the dad at home with the kids. 
Actually, after a fight, I'm trying to spend more time with my daughters. Yeah. Because imagine, imagine my regular days is like all day I'm trained in the gym. I, I have like five hour, five hours just training. You know, maybe not straight five hours, right. but you know, between sessions, I have some rest and then the other practice. So yeah, I don't have too much time for my kids because. When I finish my day, I try to go to my house and spend some time with my family. But obviously, I'm so tired. Yeah. Um, I'm hungry. Or maybe I'm I'm diet because I have the fight. So. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. lot of different things going so on. Where you're not can, can be just very present exactly, with them. Exactly. So when I... When I finish the training camp and I pass uh, and I finish my the fight, I two or three weeks I try to spend a really good good time with my family. It's, yeah. it's very important for me, man. Yeah. Uh, and do you take your family to Tijuana? Cause you guys, do you guys go back over there much or no? Yeah. Yeah. Like one one per per month, we go to Tijuana and we see my my parents and everything. When you were growing up over there, was it was it exciting? Was it dangerous? I just think Tijuana seemed like so much like adventure and things happening all at the same time. Was it like that or what was it like? I, I would say the same. And I mean, if you want to find problems, uh, you you will, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> you know? Sometimes I like some problems, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, maybe, maybe I like American problems. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> actually, it's funny when the, the American people say like, "Oh, I'm the American gangster." Uh, yeah. Like, oh, okay, don't say that in <laughs> Mexico, please, because that is serious. Because somebody but, yeah. will see if you really are. Yeah. So yeah, but man, when I was a kid and I was growing up there in Tijuana, I was I was like, like going to the to the school and then going to the gym. Uh, I had you know a few friends, but I never like every single weekend going to the, the to the nightclub or something like that. It was like just uh, being myself, going to the gym, to the school and doing my stuff. And that's yeah. it. So I, I never find real problems. That's why, that's why when a lot of people ask me like, Hey, it's, it's yeah, really dangerous. Yeah. Like, yeah. man, I'm not the guy. Yeah. Uh, somebody else is, huh? And they need to get more like big people in Mexico. I know we kind of were, y'all got to get some big, because what's the biggest Mexican they have? Like what? Like, what is that? Like the biggest, most grande Mexicano, senor, or chica. Talking about fame or what? No, 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 no. Like, uh, huh? distance, yeah. Oh, I mean, you can find uh, big people there, oh, definitely. Really? And they hide them, uh huh? Yeah, but, but it's not normal. The regular uh, head of the Mexican people is like, uh, Five, eight, five, seven, even le even less. Wow. Yeah, that's why all the the famous uh, Mexican boxers are in the small weights. Yeah. Because we are we are small. And it's yeah. fine. That's okay. You're good. It's good. That. Yeah, you're doing great. You're doing great <laughs> with Thank it. You. And do you? Is there an ethnicity that's the hardest to fight that you have found? Because your division has, I guess, your division doesn't have a lot of like white guys in it, huh? It's more. It's uh, good question. I don't know. Do you think one ethnicity is tougher than uh, and uh, over your time? Have you noticed? Good question, man. I mean, actually, I'm, I'm thinking about the the white guys in in my division. Um, white guys in my division, maybe not. Damn, we need some diversity well, in there, huh? I know. Yes, uh, you know, Afro American people and guys from Brazil. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. But yeah, I mean, 
maybe, maybe the ethnicity, you know? I mean, someday, I don't remember who say like, hey, one day, the Mexican people will uh, will dominate all the small divisions yeah. in UFC. You never, you never know. We are working. We're working in the at mixed it. martial arts in, in 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 Mexico in the country. Yeah. But right now, I'm the 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 only one in the flyweights. Well, a, a few new ones are coming. Yeah. But right now, in like the the biggest. There's some other Latino guys, but only, you're the only Mexican guy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever see that movie La Bamba? Did you see it? La Bamba? Yeah, yeah of course, good, man. Huh? It's good. I mean, oh, I don't... Venezuela was our dad's name. <laughs> remember that part? <laughs> man, I, I was. I don't remember the last time I watched the, the movie. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I I don't have like a cable or to, to watch like uh, uh, other kind of movies. Yeah. So it was like the the free television. I don't know how you say. It yeah, in yeah. Um, the free channels and yeah, yeah, okay. And in one channel was like a very popular movie. Uh, every single weekend they put La Bamba. Every yeah. single every single weekend. I just watched it like a couple of uh, maybe three months ago. It's good, man. It's so it's nice. sad though. It's a very it's pretty uh uh Chicano Chicano culture, right? Like yeah, yeah. It's nice. Yeah, I think so. So, may, did is there a favorite Mexican movie that you watched growing up? Nah, no, no, no. Of course, no. Uh, Mexican favorite Mexican movie. It's just because I was I was watching the real Mexican uh, uh, theater like movies oh. from Mexican actors really? and everything. So it's di- it's di- it's it's different. Wow! And sometimes um, the American people put the the Chicano culture like the 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 main one, right? And it's it's not it's not true. The same. And yeah, I mean. <sighs> They have like a lot of different things about Mexico, like the food and that stuff, like Taco Bell or something like this. Yeah, not, yeah, it's not yeah. True. <laughs> they do a bad. I see they do a bad job, but the translation is not good. Yeah, I love La Bamba. But La Bamba is nice. I mean, oh. I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's a bad movie. It's, it's yeah. a nice movie. And they have like despec. I like uh, despicable me, despicable me, despicable me. Yeah, yeah, you like it. Well, is is with the minions and others. Yeah, it's good. Huh? Yeah. My 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 daughters love minions. Oh, I love minions. They're man. funny, man. God, they're I mean, good. And they were sometimes uh some Filipino people remind me of minions a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Cause they're happy and they just keep going, you know? <laughs> Maybe, man. You, I don't Listen, know, but my daughters loves uh, minions, man. It's a nice movie. Yeah, it's good. How do you say despicable despicable me in Spanish? Oh man, I ah, I forget. I forget Damn. how. Me too. Um, I never knew, actually, but um, I never even knew, so I couldn't even forget, bro. Dude, um, <laughs> I want to tell you that Manscaped has really leveled up their game. Now, you know a lot of people, a lot of men especially, and even women, they get that body hair. You look at your crotch, and it look like a damn junkyard. Look like Steve and Avery milling around somewhere by your navel. Wouldn't be shocked out there. And he did it, even though he didn't do it, but he did it. So what I'm talking about is Manscaped. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is that precise trim. Their advanced skin-safe technology. Look, you couldn't cut yourself if you tried, man. And don't try. Now you can even enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra-premium collection. That, That package, baby, that includes the Manscaped Premium Deodorant. Hydrating body moisturizer, body wash, two-in-one shampoo, plus a free gift. Christmas 
is only 10 and a half months away, baby. You can get four products plus a free gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. Hop in the shower. Take care of everything. Get scaped, baby. Scape that man or woman. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Theo at manscaped.com. You can support the podcast. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code T-H-E-O at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Theo at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If there's something interfering with your happiness or that's preventing you from achieving your goals, sometimes we think it's it's a person or a, or, or a job or something like that, but sometimes it's something inside of us. It's something inside of us that's attaching to these things that are just uh, more in our day-to-day life. BetterHelp can help. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. Wow. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. I've used BetterHelp. I was having a tough time, and and I got masked over the counselor, and I was able to pull over on the side of the road one time and FaceTime. Hey, Betty, I'm, I'm not doing well. Visit their website, read their testimonials, and visit BetterHelp.com slash T-H-E-O. That's Better H-E-L-P. Join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Special offer for this past weekend listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash T-H-E-O. Let me ask you, so uh, when it comes to the, so with fighting, when it comes to the figure, 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 I think so, I don't Jesus know. fucking Christ, figure it out, huh, guy? Before A lot of you people say different the, the, the Every man. episode, it changes. Yeah, the name yeah, switches the letters, man. <laughs> the guy is cheating in the letters, man. <laughs> um, but do you guys think you can, Do it, is it possible for one of you to knock the other one out or it's not possible, you think? Honestly, after this, after this much experience. Man, I don't know. Because, I mean, before or rivality, I mean, Fidel was like, like, no, oh, thank you, man. Okay. Uh, so before or rivality, he was like knocking out every single fighter in the roster. And he was doing a very great job doing yeah. that. Yeah. But with me, I mean, he, he he hit me with his best punches, and you do know? you think either one of you can knock the? Other? Do you think you can knock him out? Like, because you guys can obviously you you can both find a way to win. But is it possible? I wonder. Because you guys, do, I, I mean, I, no, Jesus. I mean, the possibility is always there, man. You know, talking about myself. I know I don't have that kind of power to knock one people out with like cold. Right. I know that. You can work in the gym, you know, you can work in your extension conditioning, you can work with your explosivity, and you can work with your technique and your precision. Oh yeah. And I try to, to work with in that like every single time in the gym, right? But I know I I don't bore with that fucking superpower to right. knock the like people Justin out. Like just engage you exactly. Those guys. That Jesus is like Christ. That is amazing. Um, Fidel born with that power. But, I mean, 
I don't have that that superpower, right. but I have another one. Yeah. I have a nice chin, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. You got an extra chin, huh? Yes. I mean. Who I has it in your family? A family member has it too? I don't know because uh, my family they ha doesn't have the history of sports. Wow. They never play like soccer. It's a, reg a regular s sport in Mexico. So they never play soccer or they never play nothing, man. I'm the first one. You're like a surprise, huh? Yeah. You know, and then my brother started to 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 do a mixed martial arts too. Oh, really? And he's a professional too, but it's like not like a real job for him. It's just like he want, he go to the gym and yeah. and and do the exercise and everything. And if he, he has the opportunity to fight, he do it. If not, it's like oh, okay. Right. It's a it's a hobby. It's a hobby for for him. So yes, man. Again. I don't know. I have a nice chin. Uh, he hit me with the, his best punches. Both of you guys. He, Jesus he did it. I got hurt one time. I was watching. <laughs> man, last fight. I put ice on my neck. Yeah. Man, last fight, I can recognize he threw me his best punch in the third round. And he was like a little flashpoint, but I was fine. I was, wow. So, man, the possibility to the knockout is always there. Always, because a good punch is a good punch. But... But maybe you can't. You guys can't do it. Maybe. Man, we have something mist. So something mystic between us, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the. I mean, the guy is a horrible person, but. Yeah. Do you think he has the same? Because his energy is different than yours. That's why. I mean, that's why. I mean, right now. I mean, to me, this rivalry is is in the Hall of Fame of the UFC oh, right yeah. now, easily. Oh yeah. Do you think that? But where does it go from here? Because it's like if. There's nowhere really for you to go. Like you guys could, I feel like you guys could do this for five more years, you know? I could do it. You see uh, 400. <laughs> you guys the, are coming out there like this. Moreno against <laughs> Figueredo 50. I don't know, man. I, I, I can do it. I don't care. I mean, it's not personal it's for me, man. I just want the title, man. Right. I well, just want to be the best. But do you already feel one? Now, once you win, because the title can only be with somebody for a little while, you know? I remember when Dustin Poirier won the interim title and I went over to his house and he had the belt there. Yeah. And it was crazy. It was so cool, you know? But everybody kind of, every the title kind of just comes and goes. Yeah. You know, like nobody really gets to keep it forever. Maybe Khabib retired with it and some guys do. Is that still like the biggest goal or do your goals kind of shift once you're at this? Cause you're kind of in this space where there's nowhere really to, you know, it's just you guys right there. Does your goals shift now? Like, do you have a different goal? Do you have a different goal than maybe you did two years ago? And if so, what is it? Because I mean, my goal is be the best. Yeah. You know, and if I have the veil, the people can recognize who is the best, oh, right? I see. But to me, yeah, I mean, it's easy to me. It's, it's not the belt. It's just why I have that belt. Mm. You understand that? Because mm. tell me I, more. I about can it. see, I can see a lot of like champions, and it's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't have nothing against um, against uh, those guys. I mean, it's fine. I understand because they feel very proud. Mm -hmm. But a lot of Champions is like they won the title and it's like oh I wanna take pictures every single day with my bell yeah, and yeah. I go to every single interview with the bell yeah. you know yeah yeah dude yeah I feel you but that's not your style. because they they love the, the people sometimes they love like souvenirs they love trophies and yeah that's true I mean to me I, I mean it's funny because I remember <laughs> when I won the belt uh -huh. 
We're like, okay, Hellcabell is nice, it's pretty. But I went to my house, like, I live in my couch, like, there. Yeah. <laughs> and then my, my, then my wife came with me and said, like, hey, you need to put the bell in a nice place. Come on. Like, oh, ah. I thought she'd be yelling at you, like, get your belt out the living room, you know? <laughs> like, get your shoes off the floor. Like, ah, I can do it later. It's heavy, too, the belt, huh? Oh, it's heavy. Jesus Christ. Give them a, a lighter belt because you just fought the whole time. Now you got to carry this heavy belt out of the ring. Man, imagine that. I mean, the people, are, because sometimes I need to go with some uh, uh, with my with some sponsor mm -hmm. to do something. And oh, they yeah. want to bring the belt. Like, that's a six round right there. Man. Or they <laughs> want, the, you know, the photo shoot with the belt. And the yeah. belt is so heavy. Like, man, I don't like this thing. <laughs> yeah. You want the belt? Take it. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, so for what is the goal still? Oh, because if if you have the belt, then people know who the champion is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, and I and I and I was asking the same because the, if the people ask me like, "Hey, where's your belt?" Like, yeah. First of all, <laughs> I'm not with the belt all the time. I'm not with the belt in my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And second one, with I mean, in that moment, with belt or with not without belt, you know who is the champion, right? Like, oh yes, like. That's it. But once you become a champion, don't you feel like at, at a certain point you're qualified to always be a champion, though? I work like a champion every day, yeah. at least. It's a good attitude. It's a good point. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes talking about me, mm -hmm. in person, I mean, I'm very obsessive. Are you? I feel like sometimes it's not enough. Even when I know I'm so, I'm working so hard and I feel so tired, I go to my bed thinking like, fuck. Maybe I need to work a little bit more. Oh. Actually, the, the success people work so hard and they think they don't want, they don't work so hard. Oh, they don't think they work so hard. That's interesting. I mean, that's, and that's, uh, at the same time, obviously the, the depression and everything, you need to work with that, with your mind, because this is an important thing. More yeah. in this sport, because you live always in, with a lot of stress and, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I think I work all the time and other people are like, man, you work so hard, you're doing so well. But me, I don't really see it like that. Man, I, yes, man. I, sometimes a lot of people say, hey, you need to rest. Like, man, I don't know what you th are you talking about. I mean, I need to do, I need to do more. Yeah. But at the same time, my body say like, no, you can't. Like, I, I have this battlefield in my mind yeah. always. Yeah. It's tough to it's tough to manage sometimes. I bet at least having a family and stuff gets you out of your own head and keeps you there. Of course, you yeah. know it's. I mean, I was talking with you about my time with my with my family after practice after my when my day is uh, finished my day. Yeah, and I know maybe the time is not the best because I'm tired and I can I can like play like two yeah. hours with my oh, daughter. Oh, you have neck brace. You but can't even do nothing. at least I'm trying. And you know, I spend time with my family. It's, it's, it's nice, you know, because my daughters are there very funny. Yeah. My my big daughter, she's like, she's doing like- The, the eight-year-old? She's in the school, yeah. And she she's doing her jiu-jitsu. Uh, she she is? Me, uh, yeah, and she's, uh, she's a one strip degree. Oh, she's <laughs> white, one stripe? She's white, white belt, one, one stripe. Oh, Iwal, yeah. Same level. Yeah, same, boy. <laughs> I'm one-stripe white belt, man. But I'm still, I, I go like five times a week, but I'm one-stripe white so, belt yeah. right now. Yeah, man, I mean, but that that time with my family uh, distracted me to, the, to my realities. Uh, we actually have a question. Let me, this, we got some questions that came in, and usually we have television monitors, but since we're not at the studio, I'm just going to have right. to play it like this. Um, and it's actually kind of about what you're talking about, and then 
Brandon and Theo, my name is Melissa. So I am Mexican too. Um, Theo, at this point, I think you count as Mexican as well. Um, so <laughs> Bienvenidos. I in a very Mexican household, um, very traditional. Uh, women hold this nurturing, caregiving role. Um, and within recent years, I've really got into, you know, MMA fighting following UFC, and I'm interested in taking some jiu-jitsu classes. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are males that are taking classes right now. So my question to Brandon is, how do we eliminate these cultural barriers? Um, so if your daughter were to be interested in maybe boxing, MMA fighting, I'm interested in seeing your perspective and how you would, you know, um, just go about that. Um, again, thank you so much. Y saludos. <laughs> Saludos. Saludos. That's a good question. It, it fits. Yeah. So is it, and she may be talking specifically in Mexico that women are looked at more of like a mother and caregiver. Do you think um, that that it's changing? What do you think? Or what do you think about women in getting into jujitsu in that country? In Man, I mean, first of all, I feel a lot of respect for all women who's trying to, to do this sport, man, because it's a tough sport. Not just for a woman, I mean, even for a man, it's a, it's a tough sport because you need to learn too much. And if you really want to be a fighter, oh. you need to pass for a lot of pain, man. Yeah, it's scary. Even, I mean, yeah. because sometimes the people is a little bit confused. Like, oh, I don't want to do mixed martial arts, but it looks very aggressive. I mean, if you want just to do the sport and practice and yeah. sweat and do some exercise, you can do it. I mean, you can hit pads, you can learn technique and that's it i mean everything changed when you want to be a fighter definitely right. because you need to do you need to do sparring you need to uh, ha, uh, have the have the uh, the hard sessions and everything and for a woman when you step into an uh, an a gym a gym you can see i don't know 90 percent of the of the team yeah men's you know yeah and maybe a few women there, yeah. and that, and a few mix. I can either. I can just imagine that is like a little bit intimidation, intim huh? some intimidation there. So starting from that, uh, I have a lot of respect for 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 her, right? Because it's it's, it's hard, man. So I don't know I have the, the example of my of my daughter. Yeah, like hey, hey girl, I mean you need to go to do something because uh, you know it's self defense. It's, it's a good weapon in your life. You, know, oh, you never yeah. know. You know? Oh, yeah. Even me just going, I feel like now if somebody came and wanted to knock me out, I wouldn't be as scared to get knocked out. Okay. Whereas before, I'd be scared to get knocked out. But now, at least if I, I, I'm just like, all right. You know, I just, it's like a little less fear. I don't know. Just little things. Um, yeah, your confidence goes up. Yeah, I mean, and she's a little princess, man. I don't think, yeah. like, she, she want to be, a, like, black belt, uh, uh, a competitor. I, you know, I, I don't feel like she wanted to do that <laughs> in the future. But at least, I mean, get your blue belt, get your purple belt, and yeah. get that uh, knowledge in your mind, and that's it, you know? Um, what, so do you think, in Me what about in Mexico? Is it getting popular for women there, or is it not, is it not that big of a thing there? Or in Tijuana, you know? I mean, right now in in in, in entrance gym in Tijuana, they have an, an a decent uh, female team. Oh wow! Cool. They have like a four or five girls, and it's not too much, right? Because right. the 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 team, the whole team is like 40, 50 guys. Wow, it's crazy. What's what's the what's the there's a there's a there's a there's a, there's a predominantly it seems like Mexican uh, or Latino like. Uh, to, um, 
it's like UFC or Bellator, but it's at nighttime. I see it on television sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a league. It's like a fight league. But it's mostly, I think, Mexican. Um, I mean, that, yeah. Just, it's a smaller one. It's like a Bellator, but it's very small, you know? I mean, some, that, sometimes I'm seeing on where TV. You, where do you see it? At night on television at night. Sometimes late at night I see it on. I mean, they have it a few ones, like uh, uh, UWC. Actually, that league is from... from UWC, you were in it. I, I fought there before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I started fighting prof like a professional, I fought there. Yeah. And the league is from is from uh, Entram Gym, Tijuana. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a nice league because they put a lot of guys in the contender series, and a lot of guys uh, got the contract from from contender series and yeah. fought in the UFC. So it's like in a nice league. It's another one. Uh, uh Lux Felix, another one. He's in, in five past two. Mm. I think those. Those ones are the more solid leagues in Mexico right now. Yeah, yeah. What's your um other kids like? Do they have hobbies? Your other daughters? What are they? Oh, like? they're like young. Oh, they're really. My, my middle daughter is three years right now. Oh, she's she don't know. We don't yeah. know. Uh, my 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 youngest daughter, she's one year. Oh, one yeah. year and a few months. So they That's don't not know even nothing right now. Just just. That's bantamweight, huh? Yeah. What is that? Just getting fun in the house all day. Yeah, just having <laughs> fun, huh? Yeah. My daughter, she started to do something because, I mean, she's, she's eight. She started, man, I remember when she was two, three years, and now she's like, I want to do this. And the other day, I was talking with my with my, <laughs> with my wife. Hey, I want to go to the mall because, <laughs> the mall. Like, come on, <laughs> girl, now you want to go to the mall? <laughs> Damn. Where would you guys go hang out? What was like a fun thing? Do you remember like in the school or something when you were growing up? Like, was there a fun place? Would you guys go to the mall, stuff like that as kids? Yeah. In Mexico, same. In Mexico? Yeah. Me? Not too much. I mean, some, I, I, I went to the mall for because the, the theater was, the movie theater was there. So oh, I went yeah. with, with my mom and everything. Um, I remember the weekends I, I went with my, with my parents to some restaurant to eat something. Again, the, the movie theater. Um, do they have, in like in America, like aliens are like a big thing. Do they have that in Mexico? Like, do people talk about aliens and stuff? Same or no? Aliens. You know what I'm talking about? Aliens, the guys in the, in the, in the air. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah, in, yeah. In the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those <laughs> guys. Um, the bad, I guess they're bad guys. They always make them to be bad, like kind of bad guys. You know but. what? It's, it's not my world, but yeah, of course, definitely need to be some guys talking about aliens. But is it popular in Mexico? Because in America, I feel I like nah. people are always... Yeah, that, 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 no, that. not like in America. Wow. Why and, do we care so much? I don't know, man. And maybe I'm I'm talking from myself, my own experience. Your perspective, maybe yeah. other guys like, man, come on, aliens are very popular in Mexico. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. To be honest, it's not my it's not my goal to know too much about aliens. Yeah. What do you think about aliens? They exist or not? I wouldn't be surprised, you know. We got uh, me neither. But we got a lot of issues already, kind of. My friend told me a lot of black people and aliens don't get along. Someone tell me one time. <laughs> okay which is crazy you know but i didn't know so i think a lot of stuff i'm just learning it you know but i always wondered because i've only grown up in america i always wondered if people in other countries have the same like do they care about aliens you know okay and they have surprise parties in mexico like a surprise birthday you know what i'm talking about yeah depends you know everybody hides and they come in yeah you depends Sometimes my my wife uh, gives me like a uh, few uh, birthday surprise birthday sometimes. Oh yeah, okay. Before and was nice. Yeah, it's it's everything about uh, tradition and different. Yeah, the traditions and in other uh, families. You know? Yeah.
Yeah, family is so important in Mexico. What what things do you think that you enjoy more about Mexico as compared to America? Are there any things you kind of notice about the? Like we said, like we said before, I think the love. Yeah, people the, laugh more in Mexico. Huh? Yeah, the love. Latinos fucking the, laughter. Yeah, I mean in America, I mean they're nice, these people too, but they they are a little bit a little bit more like cold. Yeah. Sometimes, in in, in you know, why. the Latin American culture is like. I don't know, man. For example, if you have like uh, like two years, you don't see your family, and you go with them to visit the, your you know your family. Like, wow, they make a party and a lot of food. Like, they wanna do everything. Big there. Deal. Like, like, it's a big deal. It's nice. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. I, in America, it's just like you give hugs and then you maybe, go watch television. Maybe it's not. It's not everybody. It's, it's it's always we are talking in general, right? Right. Right. But yeah. The, the the Latin American culture is like very I don't know it's because I don't know the the word in in English but in Spanish is alegre 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 like happy alegre hmm it sounds good yeah alegre alegre like like happy like yeah happy, happiness yeah like maybe happiness or celebratory uh-huh. um yeah, I just always feel like Latinos are having a better time. Sometimes I'm I'm happy that I'm born here, but sometimes I wish sometimes I had more of a diff. Like I wish you get to live in more culture. Actually, you know? I mean, I have this guy because I was watching uh, his videos. He's a a kind of YouTuber, mm-hmm. uh, a kind of because he do like conference and everything. What his name is? Jokoi uh, Kenji. So his his father he's is Japanese, and his mother is from Colombia. Ooh, that's a good mix, huh? So, he, I, in in uh, his conference, he talked about the difference of cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, the Japanese culture is like very serious, very very serious, yeah, very formal, very disciplined. Okay? They, they, they never go late to no. some early. They sleep outside early, at the half early, early in the job. Everything yes. very, they they are hard workers and everything. Yes, work, work, work. Stress. Uh huh. Very serious. Yeah. And the Colombian culture is like. Very happy culture, a lot yeah. of food, like, like yeah, exactly the dance, but sometimes it's not the it's the hard work is not the representation. Oh, it's more party. So, exactly. So he talked about that, like, hey, when I go to ja- to Japan, mm-hmm. because they have a, all these uh, high n- uh, no numbers of suicides. Yeah. Uh huh. So he he go to Japan and talk about the Latin culture, like, like hey. Some sometimes it's funny that you go late right. to your job. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Relax, relax. <laughs> Spend time with your friends, okay? And he go to Colombia. Like, hey, you need to go, you go. You need to go early to your <laughs> yeah, job. Yeah, Come on, yeah. bro. You need a briefcase. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's uh, similar with American and. You oh know, yeah, and, that's oh. probably true, man. Yeah, I wonder sometimes, like, yeah, just how much it would be nice to probably be have a little bit more of different culture in me yeah. and stuff like that. Um, we got another question that came in right Let's here. go. Play this one for you. Oh, and to ask the question, I mean, she just need to find an, a, a nice uh, gym with a lot of respect and work hard. <laughs> That's it. Question for Brandon. What is your number one advice for winning a street fight and 
Do you have any stories? Gang, gang. Damn. Yeah, My because fears. once you really become a fighter, then people want to fight you. That's probably one of the problems of being a fighter. Like, if you if you want to be a baker, nobody wants to eat your cookies until you say you're a baker. You know what I'm saying, brother? But then once you, oh, once you oh, once they see that oven open, people want to come and see what's up. They want to snicker doodle. My first advice is don't fight in the street. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> you have a lot of scratch in your elbows, in your knees. Um, you don't win nothing. Yeah, you it's just not, stop for the cars. It's not glory. It's not glory there, man. Right. I I, I have just won a street <laughs> fight in all my life. I had 15 or 16 years old, and I went to play soccer to some field. And we are was lying there, and some guy from he looks like very like from the hood, like. Mm-hmm. Even a kind of humbless. Really? <laughs> he looks yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like from the hood, like, like no, yeah, no casa. Exactly. He looks weird, like, yeah. With, he looks with problems. Yeah. And he start to <laughs> he play looks with, with <laughs> And he start to play to play with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks with problems. And he start to play with us soccer with all the guys. He he came with a few with a few friends. I remember, like one or two. I don't. And we start to play and everything. And in some point he has the ball, uh-huh. and I take the uh, the ball from uh, his legs, and he start to get mad because I I was doing that like constantly. Yeah. Okay. And in the last one, I take the ball. Uh, he he I I I had the ball, and he's tried to take me the the ball like bad like. Oh, this. slide you down. Exactly. Yeah. But I move the ball there, and he's just like oh. slide on all the ground. <laughs> like a cartoon. Exactly. And then he. He go against me and like, hey, what? he start to scream to my face and everything. Hey. So I I saw the the problem there and like when I put my hands up, I don't I don't care. I in that moment I I had like two or three years experience of or mixed martial arts, mm-hmm. and and then I put my hands up. He he put his hands up and he start to move a little bit. I, man, I throw a jab, bam, oh. and with the jab he went to the ground. Bam. I don't remember. He start to throw some blood but yeah maybe i don't remember so. but i remember he went to the ground like boom Oof. and i don't feel good man i don't i feel like uh, because when i fought when i fight with some guy who uh, uh, i know the guy know how to fight right and i beat him like okay that's different it's fair yeah like okay so is it because you think it's more fair yeah right yeah because i, I don't i don't feel good when i do that like Right. I remember that. I I saw the guy on the ground. Like, oh man, it's fine. I don't. Oh. I don't want more problems, man. Yeah. Everything is fine. And can I go out of the of the field? And I went to my house. And I feel weird. Like I don't. I don't. I don't. And he didn't. Couldn't even go to his house because he was. He was probably homeless. You know. Maybe. <laughs> he couldn't even go to his house. <laughs> He couldn't even go after. <laughs> oh, um, so yeah, my, my, my so so for you fighting, there's something. So you you really like to fight if it's a very organized and it's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so it's not for you. You don't like to because it's interesting. Some guys just love to fucking fight. Like I talk with Cheeto Vera. He just loves. Yeah, to he's crazy. He that guy is crazy. <laughs> he's crazy, right? Yeah, he I know. He loves being crazy. crazy. He loves fucking. You know, he's just he loves to fight. You know, and like Poirier, I think sometimes he like he loves to scrap too. But I think he likes to fight. He wants to prove himself, kind of like. Um, but so you like to fight. Why do you like to fight? You think. For the same, for the same, we like like Poyer. 
I like to prove. I I, I love when the people uh, when I I watch people from I know from the school, you know, from high school, from middle school, I'm like, hey, I never thought you you would be a fighter. You would be a fighter. Wow. Like. Eh. I love that because <laughs> I proved they they were they were wrong. In case you haven't heard, car and home insurance rates are going up this year. Yeah, they are. Every year. You know, everything. It's all, you know, life. They charge you for it. Well, make sure you're not paying more than you need to. Tune to The Zebra. They can help you find the perfect insurance for your needs in just minutes. The Zebra compares car and home quotes for every major insurance company side by side giving you all the facts you need to make the right decision. So if you're not sure, if you're paying the right amount, are you paying too much? Don't lay there in bed and wonder, damn, are they jacking me for another 30? Are them bastards sneaking another $18 out of my pocket? Find out. The Zebra saves people an average of $922 a year on car and home insurance combined. And they do it all in just five minutes. Insurance, man, I wonder all the time, am I getting screwed? Now you can find out. Save time and money in minutes. Go to thezebra.com slash Theo. You can support the show by going to this special URL, thezebra.com slash T-H-E-O and get your free quote today. Don't spend more than you need to. Thezebra.com slash Theo. All right. Everybody want them blue uh, wiener lifters, baby. You know what I'm talking about? Blue chews. Blue chews. Damn, bro. Dude, a blue, you know, a starfish, it, it, a starfish was just a jellyfish, and then somebody gave it a blue chew. Damn. Think about that. That's the power of that popper, baby. The power of that popper. Blue chews tablets combat all forms of erectile dysfunction and help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Now, I've taste. I look, I've tasted, oh, heck, some, I don't mind the tap. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, if you put a dish up by the television, hell, I'd probably have half, I'd probably have, I'd have half a handful, you know? I wouldn't be able to stand up, or all I'd be able to do is stand up, but it'd be hard for me to probably bend my appendages to get anywhere after that. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. No doctors, no sneaky stuff, nothing like that. Make it discreet. Take care of your uh, what you need for your sex. That's it. Here's a special deal for you guys. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code THEO at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code T-H-E-O to receive your first month for free. Bluechew.com, promo code Theo. Did you know that you were going to be that much of a fighter, though? No. I started the sport just for love, just to do something. I was a shabby kid. Right. So I'm st- uh, I, I remember when I finished my elementary school, I was on vacations, um, like... A few weeks before to, to go to the middle school, I was talking with my mom, like, hey, with my parents. And like, hey, I want to do something, you know, I have too much time. You know, I remember my times in, in, in elementary school, like. Too much time. I was finishing my, my, my day in the school and then like start to to eat uh, junk food. Oh, yeah. And, and then go to my room and start to play video games. Yeah. And that's it. So in some point was like, 
I'm done with that. Like I want to do something, like some sport. I so was you got playing, into fighting. I, I was playing a lot of um, combat uh, games. Oh, so, like, really? Tekken was my, yeah, my favorite. Yeah, yeah, fighting games. Uh huh, fighting games. And like, I want to do, I want to practice something. Like, I want to, I want to do uh, capoeira. I remember because one of the of the characters of the game. Wow, yeah. Uh, Eddie, I remember the name. Uh, he, the, one of his things was his, the capoeira. His style wow. was capoeira. So I love Dang. this, I love the style for that. But my mom never uh, find a, a good place in Tijuana to do capoeira. But we find the, the mixed martial arts. In that moment, uh, they say vale todo. Vale todo? Yeah, like vale tudo in Brazil. Vale tudo. They start. The, oh, ballet. Vale tudo. Vale tudo. Like, uh, how you like say? this? Like this? No, no, no. Like, vale uh, tudo. Yeah, like no rules. Oh, oh. Yeah, like no rules. Ballet Something like that. I don't. I forget the name. In, in it's like. That was the place was called that. I, I mean, in, in Mexico in general. Right. You know, for the culture, for the balletudo, balletudo. and the was a, a new sport in the in the in the country in that moment. It was two thousand six. It was a new sport. Yeah. Oh. So. And you just liked it. You just kept doing yeah, it. I, I, yeah, I saw everything. The information, like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, wrestling. Like what? The, I don't know what is Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I don't know what is wrestling. But all the information looks like nice. Yeah. So my my <laughs> mom got the the, the number. Then and they sign you up? That was a weekend, a Saturday, Sunday, and next Monday I went to the class. And you stay committed, huh? I'm, I mean, it's very simple, man. Right. It was very sim- My start was very simple. It was like that. And then, I mean, I was just training because I, lo- I, I love to spend time there in the gym, sweating, doing se- exercise. My, my body looks better, right? Yeah, it's confidence. More confidence in the middle school. Oh, you start yeah, to meet huh? some girls and you start... You, you want to look better la, la, for la, that. La, 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 bamba. Exactly. Yeah. You want to dance la bamba in the, yeah. in the, in the classroom, I right? I met a girl <laughs> and Donna um, was her name. But then, man, I mean, I start to watch like, man, I like to do this. Like, I don't want to do nothing more. But did, did people just look at you like a karate boy? They're like, oh, it's just a karate boy? Ah, maybe. And then later it became a bigger thing for exactly. you. Exactly. And did you, was there a point where you were thinking about not doing it anymore at some point? Like what? Like where you think when your when your career was kind of because your career has been like this, you know, and it's definitely very it's in a new space uh, and has been for a few years now. But did you think when it was did you reconsider or not reconsider but ah, think maybe I'm finished? Man, a lot of times, man. That's yeah. a normal question in, in a in a life of a fighter. Like, yeah, I I good oh, on this. Wow. I'm I'm good on this. Like because when I I remember when I start my professional career, mm-hmm. my amateur career was. Amazing, like a lot of the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournaments, winning. Uh, I had an, a nice amateur record of kickboxing. Oh. I have twelve and two, something like that. My my MMA uh, my amateur career was very nice too, like six and and all. Uh, I have one draw, something like that. But my amateur career was a success. Mm. But when I do my transition to uh to the professional, I was like. Winning one, losing another one, winning one. My my record went, sorry, my record went to three and three. Mm. And the problem was I was very young. I, I remember Damn, my- Damn, three and three, boy, anything could happen. You know, I might, you might not make the playoffs, you know? Man, my, uh, my first fight was when I had uh, 17 years old. And 
man, if you can watch me now, I mean, I know I'm not the most muscular guy in the room right now. I'm not going to fight you. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. But man, imagine at 17 years old, I was like skinny. Really? No tattoos. Like, I was, looks like a kid, man. Like a kid. So my oppo my opponents the the most part of the time was like bigger guys like twenty something. My I remember my first fight the other guy had like twenty five twenty seven something like that around that. And how old was you? Seventeen. Uh, Jesus Christ, that's illegal, I think. Huh? Yeah. So for example, my and at that fight I won. The next one I fought with with some guy. He has like. Uh, 21 or 22, but the guy was a, a guy who was working in construction and everything, oh, yeah. strong, big. Yeah. And I was, was I was very frustrated because I remember like saying to me, like, I know like talking about technique, I'm a huge better. Better fighter. than this guy. Yeah. Right. The problem is I don't have the power to show it, right? Right. That, well, the weight class was probably so different as well, huh? I was fighting in 135. And what was the guy in? He was in 135 too, the yeah, construction of course, worker? Of course, and he was uh, obviously cutting weight and everything. I, I've, I went to that fight in 140, something like that. Damn. And the other guy, I don't know. So yeah, I mean. What about also a lot of jockeys come out of y'all's country? Oh, what is jockeys? Yuckies, you know, or yuckies? I don't know what is jockeys. Like the, um, the, um, <laughs> you know, this guy, you know, like, uh, we had, we had a, um, uh, Mario Gutierrez, I think, well, I know is, he's like, you know, the caballeros, you know, the... Okay, uh, okay. The uh, horses, you know, okay. the horseback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? it. Okay. It's okay. big, and in Mexico, there's a lot of a lot of jockeys or yuckies. Maybe. It's not my world, man, so oh, I don't yeah. know. But... You never met any? No. Oh, for example, you talk about people who just look to... Ride on the horse, you know? Maybe the, the people with money because horses well, you are gotta expensive. Have, yeah, horses are expensive, huh? <laughs> Canelo has an, an Canelo Alvarez has an a huge really? horses place. Like you've been like, over there or no? No, but I can see his social media and the uh, the picture and everything. Like wow, it's amazing. Wow. So yeah, I man, it's not my world, but but I mean, there's a lot of ranch there in, in in Mexico. So yeah, and you said a lot of people are moving over there. A lot of Americans now are moving over to Mexico to Tijuana. I mean, man, the border. In San Diego, Tijuana, is crazy every single day, man. Both directions now. Both directions now. That's crazy. Before, crazy. it was just going to to United States. Yeah, now but it's going now, back. Yeah. The people from San Diego who was trying to cross the border to Tijuana, yeah. it's crazy too, man. They spend like one, two hours there. So, yeah, I mean, I was talking with you. A lot of people from, from San Diego, you know, American people. Yeah. Um, so they, they work in San Diego, uh -huh. but they live in, in Tijuana because they are winning dollars, right? right? They are spending pesos in, the, in Tijuana, in Mexico. So imagine that, they can spend more because everything is cheaper in Tijuana, right? right. The thing is, they need to cross the border every day. Right. And man, I mean, I had a neighbor who, he was like every single morning, like, I don't remember, like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., like 
I was hearing his, his car, turning on his car, oh. going to the border. And man. Because it takes a long time, huh? Like, I mean, like you say before, before to start with, with this, like, man, they are winning money, but they are losing life, man. I mean, that's too, me, too much time, to me. In time, yeah, you're sitting in the car, you can't do nothing. Imagine all it's, the stress every day. You like smog. You probably start smoking, chewing gum. I don't know what I would do. I don't do like for, that, man. For two hours, I would lose my mind, huh? Every, every but single... But is Tijuana changing a lot because there are a lot of people moving there? Man, Tijuana right now is growing up like too much. Like, wow. And the space is every single time not, not enough, not enough. So they are building a lot of... Uh, they are doing buildings. Oh. Bu so the city is going up. Wow. That's you can crazy, see a lot. Huh? You can see a lot of uh, buildings, a lot of condos, apartments, everything. So yeah, man. Because again, a lot of people from Latin America they went to Tijuana trying to cross the border to the United States. They can't. So they oh, stuck. Oh yeah, huh? they Honduran. They stuck in 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 Tijuana. They came with everything, with the culture, with wow. the traditions. So yeah, I mean, talking about Tijuana is an it's an a weird but nice mix of cultures. It's nice. Wow. Yeah. Because it's getting diverse. And who else is there? The, we were talking about um, people from uh, Honduras, you Honduras, said? Honduras, the last ones, uh, from Haiti. Uh, I don't know how you say it in English. Haiti? Haiti. 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 Oh, yeah. Like uh, the, from the Caribbean. I think yeah, so. the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Haiti. Yeah. Yeah, and they have witchcraft. Witchcraft. It's like a sorcerer. Sorcery? Sorcery? Yeah, like uh, ma magic in Haiti. Ah, okay. And Or Haiti. We say Haiti also, Haiti. Haiti. But they have witchcraft and magician, like magic dark arts. Okay. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, now you can see a lot Artistico of... Artistico peligroso. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if sometimes, you know, for the language, I don't, I don't understand sometimes. So hopefully it's not racist, but you can see now a lot of uh, black people walking in, 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 in Tijuana. Tijuana. No, uh -huh. it's not racist. And like... No. But you wouldn't see it before. No, no, no. Wow, it's different, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's Haitian people, yeah. Yeah, and now like people from Honduras because a lot of people like go back to Honduras, but other people stay there. To stay, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Tijuana is getting diverse, huh? Yes, man, it's it's, it's crazy. I, I love the city, man. Yeah. I, a lot of people say I'm like an ambassador of the city. Yeah. Like, man. Do you get in like a armored car when you're there or anything? You have security or now or no? If you go there, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> have you got to meet the president or anything yet of Mexico? Yes, man. I really? did it. I did it the last the last year, man. No. And Was right it now, scary? it's it's awkward. It's weird because you went to the capital. Yes, I went to the capital of, of Mexico, Mexico City. Yeah, yeah. Mexico City, I heard, is beautiful. It's beautiful. A lot of nice places, but it's too much people there. Really? A lot of people. You can see a lot of people in the street trying to cross the the the, the street or something, waiting for the the light. Mm -hmm. A lot of people. Oh. Like, it's like. 200 people uh, uh, waiting in the corner. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's like the nature channel, huh? Exactly. So, yeah, man, last year I went I went to, to the capital to meet the president. It was weird because, first of all, you... You had you, to bring the belt too or no? Yes. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, man, the people love Sobernos. The, the, the people love trophies. Jesus <laughs> Christ, can't you just show a picture of it? <laughs> you let the guy I know, leave man. it in the car. It's man, heavy. I know, man. <laughs> uh, so we, I, we wake up in the morning. I eat my breakfast, and then we went to the they say like Palacio Nacional, Palacio National Palace, de Nacional, Palacio Nacional, Palacio de Nacional. 
the 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 place is huge. Wow. It's in the like in in the center of the of the of the city. And they have so. gates on the front stuff. Um, yeah, but we we went to the back from the back okay. to the back because in the front is like too much people watching everything. So oh, it's fancy. It's, it's like fancy. Uh, tourists. Yeah, yeah. So wow. in the the back part of the uh, Palacio Nacional, a lot of security, a lot of people with suits, a lot of police officers, uh, a lot of media outside. And then you cross some, uh, like, uh, you cross some kind of border. Um, like a bridge or? Uh, no, 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 Oh, bridge. like a security. Uh-huh. Okay. You cross that and you go to another security who was uh, getting your name and your your ID and everything. And you have to take the belt and put it in the basket each time? Uh-huh. No. Yeah, of course, God. yes. Yeah. You need to pass the, <laughs> the, you need to pass the, the you need to pass the belt <laughs> for a, a, a metal, metal security <laughs> thing. Uh, and nothing man was just wait for him like 20 minutes because he was doing something I don't remember what and then I met him and it's weird because and you knew who he was yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I know the guy um, it's weird in Mexico right now the 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 government in Mexico is very like fragmented exactly it's, I mean it's the same thing like uh, with Donald Trump oh wow because a lot of people love him and a lot of people hate him right you know, so it's the same in me. So yeah, I, I before to to when I when I knew I want to go to meet the president, I I'm gonna go to meet the president. Um, I was like, man, I don't know if this is a good idea because I love haters. Like ah, now you are with the government. Oh Fight yeah. Like, but man, I mean, I just trying to be very like very neutral. Like man, I'm going to do this for. For the mixed martial arts in my country, man. That's a really I mean, good me point. Me, the president of a country, is not a huge thing. Any man. for any country, I think it's interesting, you know. So I did, and it's just an honor. It doesn't matter who it is. It's exactly, the honor. exactly. Just the honor to be there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that people understood understood that. Yeah, I think I, so. It makes I, sense I was to like me. A nice experience, man. It was. Yeah. Wow. So what inspir what what aspirations do you have right now? Do you feel like is there a way where you feel like you obviously get back to the belt? Is that a goal right now? To one hundred percent, man. It I is. mean, I was, I, I'm pushing so hard with my manager. Like, man, I don't want another fight, man. I want that fight because I know that. I mean, first of all, I, I still thinking I want that fight. Yeah, yeah. Look, man. I don't want to. Uh, uh -huh. I, I would agree. I, I would agree that I don't know if he won. Okay. You know, uh, I don't think that he. I don't believe that he did enough to win. That's where I stand with it. Man, so I'm just trying to keep a balance between I saw the fight, I feel like I won the fight, um, and I want to be very positive about it. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I don't want to be cocky right. and say like, oh, I won the fight. I don't need to learn nothing about it because I won. And I don't right. want to be that stupid guy. Yeah. Okay. Because that guy's not learning anything. Exactly. So, man, I'm trying to watch the perspective of the judges to see what what they can <sighs> maybe uh, uh, watch in that fight, and you know, fix my mistakes. And that's it. I mean, I I know for sure. I just need to fix a little things. Well, it's also things. interesting, and I heard you say this on another podcast, talking about the perspective of the judges, because some of them don't know that much about wrestling, about doing uh, MMA, and they don't fucking, 
I don't even know. Some of that, them, I don't even know what business they're in. Man, know? that's like, important, man. I mean, a lot of guys from boxing. Yeah. Because they are very, a little bit old, like judging uh, on a whole different sport, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you don't notice sometimes, like, yeah, position is so important. One certain, like, hook of the foot or, 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 or keeping an arm out of the way, like, things like that are so strategic and that can shape around, it seems like. My point was... I mean, is the guy throw three good punches in all the in all the fight? He get, he got three knockdowns against me, mm-hmm. and he was throwing a good kicks. He tried a few takedowns in the fight. He never take me down really. Mm-hmm. He take me you down one time, but it was my fault because I closed too much distance and just take the, he just took the advantage and he did it. Okay, that's my point. But my point is, man, I was. Touching his face every single oh. time. Pam, 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 pam. You know? <laughs> like I, a musician, I, huh? I like know. Tommy Lee. Man, <laughs> I know I, I I don't have the enough power to knock a, a guy like cold. But, yeah. I mean, I'm doing my job. Oh, I, you like with in the refrigerator. Effective, effective punches yeah. straight to his, to his face, everything. Yeah, what else could you uh, look? I I don't think that the title should have changed hands, man. I really don't think that it should have. I wonder. Sometimes you wonder if it's they're doing something because of the story. They want this bigger picture story. But you know what? Actually, right now I'm very excited, man. Yeah. Because I feel like I put a little bit more drama in all of this, mm-hmm. and at the same time, I'm a little bit mad with me. Like, man, that belt is yours, man. And now. It, you wake up some monster inside me, man. Yeah, I like that, huh? So some far. chupacabra. Falpinche chupacabras. Oh, it's yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so, man, I don't know, man. Yeah, I... you, it is interesting. At least your story now has enough, because that's your story. Your story is this. Yeah, it's a That's your story. Man. It yeah. is. So it's almost like we can't be shocked when we get our story. You know, we can't be surprised. It's like, that's what God has for us. He has that story. It's like, your story is that you are a guy who has to face certain adversities. Everybody is. And that's the way that yours goes. That's interesting, man. But yeah, I'm sure you have more, you certainly have more purpose. The guy, the guy coming, wanting something always has more purpose. And you know what, man? And it's exciting. It is exciting. You know what? I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm very honest with, with everybody about this, like I'm start this like an, in a selfish way. Like I'm start this because I wanna I wanna be the best. Yeah. I wanna prove something to the world who say I'm I'm not enough uh, uh, good to be the best in this in this sport. Uh, I, you know stupid things like I want a huge house, I want a nice car. Everything start from there from a, a selfish way. But then for you, for me exactly. Right. But then, you know, a lot of people start to come to my journey. You know, my wife, uh, my daughters, my family. Then you start to watch if you do an, a nice, a, a nice job in this, you can uh, do something for the mixed martial arts in all your country. Right. You are motivating a lot of kids yeah. around Mexico to do this sport. Who watch Brandon Moreno? Like, hey, I mean, I want to be that guy. I, I want to be Brandon Moreno. Imagine that man. I mean. Even probably for Halloween, they had people that were Brandon Moreno. So, man, now I can see, I, I can move the world, man. I can move. And that is a huge motivation for me, man. It's a good point. It's powerful. And it's almost, 
I think it starts to become for some guys in the all's business. I notice it with Dustin. I notice it with certain guys. You can do. You all. You get to a level as a human where you can do it with or without the sport. Even. I think I'm not saying that now. I'm not saying. <laughs> I I just think you know. Sometimes you start to transcend. People see who you are as a human through the fighting. You know, and that's what's sometimes really what also people gravitate towards. Yeah, but I'm, and you know, the people sometimes they for, they forget. I mean, I'm a human. I know how to fight. Right. That's a fact. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm a human being as like as you as the other guys, right? And is and that I think is why the people get some motivation because I'm always I'm always very right. clear with everybody like man I'm born in Tijuana in a in a hood you know definitely I understand uh, the op the opportunities of other people is are different I may, maybe I had a better opportunities to other people who was trying to do this, this the same way I understand a lot of people they they don't they they don't get the success in the future. Right. The, that's, maybe, a, that's a fact. No? Right. Some people don't get the same success or the same future. Some people don't get the same opportunity. Some people get to live vicariously through your opportunity. Some, there's, sometimes there's a guy maybe who wanted to, wanted to train or wanted to do okay. this or that. It could be a guy that's in a wheelchair. It could be a guy that is, uh, just got his wife, his girlfriend pregnant young and had to start being yeah, a man. But, and they see you, it's like, it's almost like they, it's like, oh, that guy, a little, whatever I, what I wanted to have a chance at, he got a chance at. And they're not angry. They are just, they, they, I think can relate, you know? Yeah, man. So, but man, at the end of the day, to me, it's about uh, hard work. Okay. Obviously it's about decisions. It's about how you manage your, your life and the possibilities of your own world. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's hard work, man. I, mean, I, I'm, uh, I, uh, I really believe if you live in this position with hard work, maybe you don't, you don't go to here, mm -hmm. but man, you're here and you hard work, you're hard work putting here. Man, that is a success, man. Do you think that that comes to you from, is, do you think that that is a traditionally a Mexican trait or do you think that that is something that was learned by your, instilled by your parents or do you just feel like it's just who you are kind of? Because Mexicans, we started talking that Mexican people work fucking hard. Dog, I don't even know when Mexican people sleep. When I see Mexican people, yeah. Mexican people are the hardest. I wake up every day and I go like this. Round of applause for Mexican people that's, for keeping the country going. They work that's hard. That's why, I mean, to me, it's this combination. It's hard work, your decisions, and, and your world, your opportunities. Mm. Okay? Because, yeah, it's, it's obviously... It's not just about to hard work. Yeah. Okay. Because I know a lot of people who cross the border trying to get on a better life for his for their family and work all his life, but they never do nothing. Like they they don't save money or they don't you know. Mm -hmm. So they that is about the decisions. And another thing is you know the opportunities around you. You know. When you were growing up, did you know anybody that went and snuck all across the border? Did you know any? Were, did, were there people like that? Because I'm sure that or people that you know, came, you know, like, because a lot of people sneak across, right? It's, I mean, that just happens over the, you know, 
tons of people have done it over the years. Do you ever, is that a popular thing where people go and then send money back? Cause you hear about it from here, but you don't, I don't know what it's like in Tijuana, you know? Hmm. Um, man, I don't know because I'm, I, I, you never my, saw that world really much. Not exactly. No, in my around my family, I mean, I had too much history. I have uh, a f uh, family in Los Angeles, for example, and but I'm I'm not sure if they are legal or not. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I, th I don't think half the people in, uh, in Los Angeles know yeah. if they're legal or not. So I think they're they're illegal. I don't. I, I'm, but I'm not sure to be honest. Right, right. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so We're not so ask. I don't know. I mean, before cross the border was easy, man. You needed to say like, oh, I'm American citizen. You need to speak and speak like a decent English and that's it, you can cross the border. Oh yeah. But then after the the September 11, the borders, everything are very, very uh, uh, disciplined uh, borders. Right. It's hard to cross the border. You need to have your visa. The 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 officers are very like watching everything. So you, can, you can't cross the border like easy as before. It's tighter, yeah. yeah. And they have, um, and now they have people crossing the other way. That's the craziest thing to me, is that there's now people leaving America to go live in Mexico. Not that it's not a great thing to do, but it's just it's just times change, you know. Yeah, I mean, I can I can imagine, isn't the other border cities, mm -hmm. like you know, for example, the the, the father of my wife, my wife fathers. Mm -hmm. Your father-in-law, your you know your your wife's dad. Uh huh. Your uh, he he lives. Uh, he do the same. Like he lives in in Tamaulipas, mm -hmm. but he work in Laredo. Mm. So it's it's the same. Um, I'm gonna go to El Paso. You ever been there? Just I passed there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I don't stuck there like a little bit because yeah. I needed to go to Ciudad Juarez. Oh, you went to Juarez? Yeah, I went to Juarez. Is Juarez cool? It's nice. It's a hard place, man. It is. It's a hard place. It's a lot they, of maquiladoras you, there, huh? I think so. I, I I I was there like two days or something like that because I was doing something with my visa. And a lot of what? Um criminals? Or no, maybe crime. Uh, I don't know right now, but like a few years. Banditos. Ba bandas. 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 Bandidos. Bandidos. It's a it's a weird. Uh, what is word. bandido? It's like this? Ban yeah, huh, like yeah. bandido. Like, ah, oh, I go through uh, the bank for the money. Yeah, I'm yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I'm money back. <laughs> Road to the car. <laughs> Dude, you could be a bandido maybe one day, huh? For just for Halloween, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, man. <laughs> well, yeah, man, I mean... I forgot what what I was saying. Oh, that's okay, dude. It's podcasting. You can forget. I know. That's why I, <laughs> that's, I, that's why I love podcasts. It's good, I, because huh? I'm talking and then another uh, conversation is coming. So <laughs> I forgot what I say. Yeah, no problem. We got two more little questions here, and then we'll get you out of here, Brandon. Man, um, here's one that came in. What's up, Theo? What's up, Brandon? My name is Adrian. I'm from El Paso, Texas. Nice. The question is for Brandon. Where do you see? Uh, the sport of MMA um, from where it was a couple years ago in Mexico to where it is now all across the country. And what do you think the UFC is doing um, to advance the sport in not only Mexico, but for all Latinos and all across uh, the Latin countries? Um, big up to both of you. Congrats on all your accomplishments. Uh, you make us very proud, Brandon. Go back and get that uh, belt on the fourth time around. Gang, gang. Let's go. Let's go. That's cool. 
Yeah, what do you think is happening? Is UFC doing stuff in Mexico, you think, to brand, broaden yeah, the I sport? Mean, UFC has a uh, few projects in Mexico right now. We we had like two or three years where uh, the relation between UFC and Latin America was like not the best mm. because everything started with the first developer program from UFC in Latin America. Okay. So they went to Mexico City and they make an, uh, like a trials for a lot of Latin fighters. Okay. Guys from Argentina, guys from Colombia, a lot of different fighters from right. different countries in Latin America went to Mexico City and they, and I remember the matchmakers of UFC was there mm. and they start doing like hitting pads, uh, doing a jiu-jitsu rolls with other guys, like showing uh, all the, the skills, okay. right? Okay, the skills of the region. Exactly. And then you have to pick uh, 12 uh, fighters to go to Albuquerque, New Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, to Jackson's MMA. Yeah. The UFC was paying everything, like paying the gym, paying oh, the food damn. to 12 uh, uh, fighters to develop the, the the skills of the fighters, right? And did you have a chance to be in that or no? So that's the first the, the first generation of that developer program was uh, were 12, 12 guys. Then the in the in the first six months, yeah, they cut six guys. Oh fuck! Exactly, leave six guys there in New Mexico in Albuquerque, uh -huh. and they bring another six guys. And that was you. And that was me. One of the wow. guys was me. And they, they and you lived together in a house. Yeah. Was it fun or not? Uh, you know, it wasn't a, and a little. No, it's, <laughs> it, was, it was Carmen, to be honest. Oh, I bet wasn't you, a, and you had bunk bed too. Yeah. Oh, wasn't people a, snoring. A everything. little, a little apartment in the gym, uh, living with twelve guys. Oh, Jesus Christ! Like everybody was like, like this, like. But I mean, choking I each care. other. Yeah. yeah. I know, but I don't care, man. I was like. I was there to get new knowledge get and, and get better and train with other uh, different people. So they did that program. Do they still do a lot of programs like that or is it growing? I'm sure people just seeing you will help it grow. So that, uh, with those guys from the, the, the developer program, mm -hmm. they made the first, uh, the ultimate final Latin America. Okay. Okay. So uh, everything starts from there. From that developer program and that the Ultimate Fighter, they made two more seasons, and they made two more developer programs. Oh, so the other developer program was in in American Top Team, and the last one was in in in, in Kings MMA in Los Angeles. Mm. So a lot of guys start to go to to UFC. But then something happened. They stopped with the developer programs. They stopped with the, American, the Ultimate Fighter. And if you wanted to go to the UFC, it was like, oh, I don't have nothing to show. Because it's not like uh, the matchmaker is, is going to the Mexican promotions to watch the talent there. I see, right. So there was no way to really be seen. Exactly. Oh. So what's what's hard? But, but now with the title, I feel like the connection with between UFC and Latin America mm -hmm. uh, start to work again. So last year after the title, a lot of guys from Fernando Gym, from a gym in, in Tijuana, uh, they went to the Contender Series. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. And actually my manager was a really huge help for that too. Um, so they they fought the Contender Series, everybody get the contract, and now they are a, 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 
UFC fighters, man. Wow. That's awesome. And the, the, the next uh, Contender Series is coming. And for sure, I know other uh, guys from, from Entram, from my gym, they, they are going to the Contender Series. So there's a huge connection. And, you know, Entram Gym has a lot of different uh, fighters from different, from different countries. Mm. A lot of guys from Argentina, from Peru, from Ecuador. And that's in Tijuana? I'm trying to get in Tijuana, uh -huh. exactly. So right now, I mean, Entram is the, the, most, uh, the most biggest gym. In Latin America? In Latin America? In Latin America in general, man. Wow. So far. I need to go. I need to go to Tijuana maybe for vacation, huh? Man, a lot of food, man. A lot of nightlife. Balance. Uh, a lot of uh, discos, huh? Uh, definitely. Yeah? So, yeah, man. I love Tijuana, man. It's a nice place. I got to go, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to get <laughs> You need to go there, man. Could... Yeah, man. Maybe I get me a good Mexican wife, huh? Do you like... Hey, you never know. I could use it. I need someone to get me going, you know? Go do this. Some fun in your life. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fun having a Mexican wife? Man, I mean, uh, again, my wife. Your just, wife is my probably, wife. It's kind of American, but she's yeah, Mexican. She's Mexican. She's Mexican. She lives all his all her life in in in. Oh, she's Mexican. In Mexico, so yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. Funny. I think I would like to branch out and do that, man. <laughs> Go there. I mean, if you love tacos, man, you can find good tacos everywhere, man. Yeah, but what after I have some tacos, I got to do something else, you know? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, but then what? Maybe <laughs> start a company or something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a small company doing what though? Podcast company. Marijuana company, you said? Man, you know, you know the the marijuana there in in Mexico is oh, like podcast company. You said I thought you said pot. Oh no, pot. I say podcast. podcast but you want to talk yeah, about yeah. marijuana? I mean, it's weird in, in Mexico because it's very close to be legal, man. It's so close to be illegal. It's very very close. Wow. So a lot of marijuana comp Mexican marijuana companies, or even We're from the United States, like they're this, like huh? like just waiting, just waiting, like when this legal, like they start to all the the stores there. So it's it, it's funny how all the CBD companies are just waiting to turn like a everything company. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it could happen soon, huh? Do you you don't smoke drugs? You said no. no to be honest, no. Um, Maybe so in the future. You never know. Yeah, maybe when you get older. <laughs> no, or something. Man. If you like a grandfather, you're sitting there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not this interesting, man. I'm, I mean, a lot of people smoke marijuana, and I don't, I don't care, I man. I don't have any, yeah, don't not, any problem with the marijuana. Me neither. Um, I use a lot of CBD, and sometimes when I'm like very like sore, I smoke CBD sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen but that. But I, 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 don't, I feel, I just feel like I don't need the T THC in my life, man. So yeah. I, I don't use it. Yeah, you're kind of good in the space that you're in. Did, and I just have this. Did you, whenever you you were growing up, did you guys have any pets at y'all's house or no? I'm just wondering. Do a lot of Mexican people have pets or not? I have just one dog. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm trying to to. I mean, right now. So my friends, they are. I have two friends, two training partners living with me in my house, and they they take care of 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 my dog because I mean, right right now I'm like traveling so much, and then before was the training camp, and. You know, I have. I need to spend time with my family. I need to take care of my daughter. So, the pet is a kind of another kid. So I don't. I, I don't have too much time to spend too much time with 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 the dog. Mm -hmm. um, but that's it, man. I mean, I'm trying to to do the enough for for him to the dog uh, be happy, right? Is he a happy dog? You think? Yeah. What's his name? Pepe. Pepe is his name. Oh yeah. wow. Pepe, and I don't know if the the Mexican culture loves to get. 
pets. I feel like the American culture loves to get oh, like pets, man. I ridiculous. Mean, I have a lot of friends like, oh, I have four pets, uh, four dogs in my house. Like, oh my goodness. I know. I have birds. People have birds, canary, mm. snakes. He have snakes. <laughs> what else? Ali, some people get everything. Alligators, goats. You like pets or not? I like goats. What is goats? Goats is like a little bit of like a, it looks like a sheep, but that's been maybe doing drugs, you know, like a goat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I understand. Like that. a little yeah, horn. Yeah, yeah, of course. The people has People goats? have goats, yeah, man. America, wow. yeah. Yeah, I think we have a lot more pets here in America. I wonder why. Yeah. I mean, I, when I was growing up, they had dogs in the street. It wasn't indoor dogs. People just have a neighborhood have a dog, you know? Okay. You just see a dog get bit by the dog whose dog nobody knows. He's fucking gone, bro. He's a criminal, you know. He just fucking snuck off. You know, he's dangerous, bro. Um, so with the fighting man, is there any, the, the only fight you really are going to take is uh, Frigiedo, man. That's it. I mean. Or Fri Fri I, uh, I don't know. Davidson. I, I understand. Whoever, bro. I understand. They keep doing it with the letters. So. Man, I mean, it's not another I, fight I just, you're gonna take, is man, there? I just want to push hard for the for the fourth one. Yeah, do I it. Mean, of course, I'll watch seven of them. I don't keep doing it. I mean, I, and the thing is that I mean, every single fight is so entertaining. <laughs> no, let's do and, it. I, I mean, he has in in the last three fights between us, he has two two bonus performance bonus, mm -hmm. but for uh, fight of the night, I have and I have three. So every single fight was is so good. so good, and I think it's the, the I mean the people can watch and they wanna watch the four one. I know the company won the four one, um. So right now I'm just uh, like pushing hard for the four one. That's it. And obviously, if something happened in the future and they, and they say like, no, you need to fight with another guy, like we'll we'll be like, ah, I will be a little bit mad in that in that moment, but. I mean, I just want to fight. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool, dude. Well, thank you so much for coming in, man. We wish, obviously, wish you the best of luck. And thank you, man. Just cool, man. And yeah, if if you guys need another person over there in Mexico, let me know, dog. Man, if you go to Tijuana, uh, talk with me and we can go and eat something good. Okay. And we can uh, show you. Give which... me a novia. Una novia. Do you want a novia? Possibly. Huge novia, little novia. Uh, maybe mismo. Okay. Or what does that mean, mismo? Middle? In the middle? In the middle, yeah. Okay. Maybe something. It's fine. Some Just um, bonita y... Possibly. Uh, uh, carne asada. You want a, uh, a girlfriend with carne asada in, on top? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. Baby. <laughs> I mean, I want her to be cooked. Good cook. <laughs> Yeah. A good chef and big hugs, you know? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. For nice hair, too. Nice hair. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yes, just just, just talk with me and we can go to Tijuana, okay, eat yeah. tacos, put carnazada on the girls. Yeah. <laughs> Meeting up these ladies, baby. Meeting up these ladies. Brandon Moreno, man, thanks so much for your time, brother. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much for the space, man. Thank yeah, you. Yes, it's so awesome, much. man. Congratulations on all your success. And, man, Thank you. I can easily see why people... Uh, or, or just uh, you know uh, that people love you, and I hope you have, I hope your life's filled with as many successes as you oh, want. Oh, thank you, man. I mean, yeah. the, the job is not finished yet, but thank you so much. Yeah, amen. Now I'm just floating on the breeze, and I feel I'm falling like these leaves. I must be cornerstone. Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this peace of mind I found. I can feel it. My bones, but it's gonna take 
little time For me to set that parking brake And let myself unwind Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a big flurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.